The future is changing very fast, and this is made evident to us just by how fast technology is moving. I mean, if you think about it 20 years ago, even the concept that there would have been a device that is on someone all the time that tracks where they are, where they're going, and not only that, all that they're doing on the device, we wouldn't believe it. We wouldn't believe that humanity would adopt these devices and make it a part of our everyday life, but more than that, implement it into our lives in a way where we no longer look at that GPS being attached to us as a negative thing. I think much in the same way, we are going to see automation continue the trend, continue the speed at which technology is moving. A big example and something that I think people think straight off the bat is truck drivers. Uh, there are about two million around the country, but in a future where we have self-driving trucks, there's going to be an interesting scenario in which two million people who have been accustomed to doing something for their entire life might need to find a new career because of technological innovation. I don't mean to pick on truck drivers. There's going to be dozens of industries that are affected in the exact same way as technology advances. The more time that goes on, the more inventions we create that allow us to save time and also to replace human labor. And this is something that I think is going to really fundamentally change the way that humans work. We're not going to be needed as much for the physical activities if we can replace it with a robot. What becomes valuable is our unique human int intellect and our ability to innovate and our ability to try new things. Granted, maybe even in the future, technology will be able to do that. But right now, that is the edge that we have. There's a lot of debate about how the transition into self-driving trucks is going to work. A major theory that people have discovered is that it's going to be a lot easier for us to automate the long hauls where we're going thousands of miles than it is the situations where a self-driving truck would have to go through an intricate city and have to navigate through a busy urban area with complex urban and industrial terrain. So what we find is that although over time as self-driving trucks are going to be implemented, what we'll find is that the long-haul jobs, those are being decreased. But the self-driving truck job equivalents where we have someone grabbing a truck that came all the way across the country and bringing it the last 5 to 10 miles to wherever it's being dropped off, those jobs are going to increase massively. And when you think about it, that's a lot less time on the road in general for people. Although this is only one theory of the way that self-driving cars are going to be implemented. And from my perspective, I think that if they are incapable of weaving through intricate urban areas, then the technology hasn't developed as far as it eventually will. And so truck drivers are very, very skeptical that self-driving cars will be capable of doing what they have learned to do throughout the course of their career. And this is something that I think everyone should be cognizant of. I don't mean to pick on truck drivers. I think technology is going to change the way that you work, regardless of what industry that you're in. So what is it that we can learn from this situation? Well, what we know is that there's a direction that we're heading. Tesla wants to be shipping products across the country all the time with self-driving trucks. But 
truckers, on the other hand, are looking at this situation and saying, I don't think the technology is going to advance far enough. And from my perspective, it is the people who are suggesting that that are going to be in the most trouble when the technology itself actually does advance. Rather than that, there's going to be a whole lot of new opportunities that emerge that do not exist before. And who better to fill those positions than the people who have been in the industry for the past 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years? They're going to be the people with the industry knowledge to know how to implement that technology for every company around the country. Rather than looking at it as a situation where they no longer are capable of driving, I think they're going to have to say, well, no one is going to be physically driving in the future because why would we put a person in a car if it's the exact same with a computer? So what is it that I know? What is it that I understand about this industry that can help me bring value in another way? And it's obviously easier said than done. This is something that people in tech jobs have a difficulty doing, even with small implemented changes. But what you have to remember is that the radio stars of 50 years ago eventually had to get on TV. It just didn't make sense anymore. They were past their time. To be on the radio with the dawn of the TV, you could do that. You could have a few more good years, but you knew the direction of your long-term prosperity was not being maximized. And so to the 2 million truckers in America, I don't bring this idea up specifically about you to be malicious. I just think that your industry is going to be one of the first that is fundamentally changed by the new technologies that we are creating of artificial intelligence. And so perhaps maybe take this as an opportunity to spend a bit more time learning about all of the different changes that are going to arise as a result of technology being implemented in the transportation industry. And from my perspective, this has the potential to be wonderful. As we transition, let's say we can become entirely automated and we're run entirely on uh, electricity or some renewable fuel source, then the world would be a much better place in my eyes. You would have two million people who are capable of bringing value to the world in other ways. And that is what I think will be amazing about automation. You could look at it as the evil computer taking your job, or you could look at it as a tool which enables you to accomplish more than what was possible in the past. The progression of technology becoming more efficient is something that we can see the direction of, but we don't necessarily know where it will wind up. A lot of people theorize that once technology becomes efficient enough, there will be no need for humans in the sense that a computer would be able to accomplish anything that a human set his mind to. And I think it's an exciting idea, despite all of the negativity that comes out when we talk about how the activities that we're doing in our lives are going to be replaced. What I think about when I hear that is that we are going to have our entire days to ourselves. Everything that we are doing now, everything that we are spending our time on, everything that we are wasting our lives away on is going to be replaced. And so what will be there will be a life to spend doing whatever we wish. Granted, there are a lot of conversations about maybe 
implementing a universal basic income, finding out a way to take care of everyone if no one is working. But beyond that, I think we will figure out those things when we get there. We'll figure out the most effective way for everyone to live once we get to that point. But for now, what seems clear to me is that technology is going to not only allow us to understand more about the world, but it's going to make it easier for us to explore other worlds. And imagine how much further we could go in space if people were wholeheartedly focused on exploration of other planets and finding new resources and figuring out how to live happy and good lives. Not good in the sense that it's good to someone else, but good to the person who's living that life. I think these are things that we'll have way more time for when we're not worrying about all the menial tasks that we have to spend our time on today. Even the fact that we do our own laundry, I think, a hundred years from now will sound absolutely ridiculous. And when you apply that to all of the other menial tasks that we find ourselves doing on a day-to-day basis, it makes you realize just how much space there is for technology to innovate and to create solutions that will allow us to spend more time doing whatever it is that we love or whatever it is that we're interested in. Because over time, what we'll find is that it is very, very expensive to do something by hand when there's a computer who can replace that action in less time. It will allow us to accomplish more and I think ultimately live happier lives once we automate all of the processes throughout our life that are not genuinely irreplaceable, something that we don't have to do ourselves, but we do ourselves only because in 2019, it's the only possible way to get it done. I think computers are going to replace a lot of the physical action that we take throughout our day and that it has the potential to make our lives infinitely better. There is a small caveat that I want to make, and I am very worried that it will be one of the pitfalls, both of technology, but uh, of automation as a general principle. So the major areas that we think automation is going to be used is in industry, commercially, through the military, and for our own personal use. And three out of the four of those, I think, will bring a lot of value to the human species. One, on the other hand, I think is a massive waste of Earth's resources. Even now, in 2019, it's relatively clear to me, we are using a lot of our resources to create weapons to kill other people. And while it makes sense to live a safe life, to have a life where you don't die from aggression because you live in a country with a military, sure, you can justify that. But... When we are automating weapons, when we are getting to the point where technology is killing itself, there's no people involved, we are just smashing one machine into another machine, I think that will be something that's archaic, that people hundreds of years from now when we have a global government will look back on is idiotic. And even the idea that we would rate, we are wasting earth materials on weapons now they could be going towards creating other tools that help us do things that are better for the collective of humanity. So maybe technology will help us realize the pitfalls of this. Technology will help us bridge the gap between people from other places. But a massive concern of mine 
is that these automation tools are going to be used for bad. And I'm not saying all military action is bad, but I think if it were unnecessary to have any military action whatsoever, that a lot of people would still justify having a military. So even if we didn't necessarily need to have it there, there is a general consensus that it's something that is just a natural way of the humanity interacting with itself. But what I have found is that it is possible for that not to be part of our future, for us to use those metals and rare earth materials that we're using in our weapons to build tools that will enable us to explore other planets and see what type of resources are available there. Because once we get to these other planets, we're not going to want to use all of the materials that are on that planet to kill each other. Hopefully we would want it to use it to continue to find more planets. So I think we need to really carefully consider how it is that technology is going to change the way that we live and the way that we interact with people from other places. It has the potential to completely revolutionize that. I think technology providing young kids with more opportunities to garner diverse perspectives is going to enable us to take massive leaps forward in terms of the collective consciousness, not only in Ohio, not only in the Midwest, not only in the United States, but in every single square inch of Earth. It will be possible to communicate with people and to learn from them. And I think that's why it's so crucial that we learn not to kill each other. I think that it will look very, very archaic on our generation if we continue to support the massive, massive, massive focus on resource allocation towards killing people. Perhaps you've seen it in Ice Age or 10,000 BC, but the extinct animal that we're going to address today is one that really, really bothers me that they no longer exist because it's just such a beautiful creature. And... The animal that I'm referring to is the saber-toothed cat, often referred to as the saber-toothed tiger. And so there are a lot of extinct groups in the cat category, but what really sets them apart is their curved saber teeth. And they stick out of their mouth in a way that, in my eyes, is incredibly beautiful. They existed on Earth for over 40 million years. And around the time of the most frequent ice age, around 11,000 years ago, they're wiped off the face of the earth. And it's really shocking to me when we think about what type of a role humans might have played in the process of this. Even though it's 11,000 years ago and humans weren't nearly developed to where we are now, the implications that we're having on the planet are incredibly severe and something that we're really going to need to consider, especially as more and more animals are going extinct. The calculation that is well accepted in the scientific community is that humans are increasing the natural rate of animal extinction by 100 to 1,000 times the natural rate. And... When we think about things in these terms, it makes it a lot more clear the value that we can get in preserving different animals 
and figuring out how to coexist with all of the other life forces that exist on this planet. And so the saber-toothed tiger is an example, uh, one of many examples of how humans are slowly changing the way that the world works. And in many cases, I feel like not for the better. If we could still have these wild creatures, I feel like the world would be a more interesting and beautiful place. Now, where the discussion comes in is, would it not be dangerous to have a bunch of woolly mammoths and saber-toothed tigers running around as they were 20,000 years ago? But how could we possibly hope to have any genetic variation if we're the only species on this planet? Computers are obviously something that fundamentally changed the way that people lived forever. But we don't actually know that much about how long it took for the internet to get around, I think, in popular culture. So when the computer was invented, World War II hadn't even happened yet. And the internet was invented in the 80s. And so it took 47 years from the invention of the computer to the invention of the internet. So while technology is moving faster, I think it's also very important to remember it takes time for the wonderful tools that we can discover together to develop over time. And so given the internet hasn't been around for 50 years, this makes me wonder what's next? What's this big innovation it's going to change the way that we live forever. I think it has potential to be artificial intelligence, but there's also many other tools that have this potential within them. And so thank you guys very much for tuning in to Free Speech, the Natural United podcast. If any of you have ideas or questions that you want to be included in the future episodes, feel free to reach out to us at Natural United. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Thanks again for tuning in. I know this was a longer episode, but we'd love to share as much information as we can with all of you and also sort of get the conversation going. So if you ever have any thoughts or ideas on the episode that you're listening to, leave it in the comments. We'd love to start the conversation.